Hello, welcome to the Moonshine Moonshot online series where we're talking about all things impact, impact filmmaking, what is an impact and uh, how do you do that with your own work. So uh, a really exciting topic that we're on to today is how to write a script and um, I'm Sue Collins. And I'm Mike Hill. Yeah, today's topic for the Moonshine Moonshot podcast is really related to pre-production. It's how to write a video script. And the reason we've chosen this topic is because we realize a lot of you like us are working from home, you are isolated, and this is a great time, the perfect time to lay the foundations for your pre-production, setting you up for success for the other side of this crisis. Um, As we all rebuild our businesses, our organizations and our missions, we are going to need to communicate, communicate quickly and effectively. So now is a great time to start doing that work um, that has to happen during pre-production, which includes the script writing. So we thought today we'd do uh, a more tactical, a more how-to guide on how to write a video script, some of the key things to keep in mind. Yeah, and this is really useful stuff. So the way you write a script is actually not that dissimilar to how you would write uh, the blog copy to go with it. You're still meeting all the same beats and there's all the same nuance in it. So um, just pretend for a moment, Mike, that I am a communications person or a marketing person who's just embarking on making my first video content for the business that I'm working for. Um, I've done a huge amount of online marketing, uh, marketing, but I have never actually made a video. So Okay. What do I do? Where do I start? Long time listener, <laughs> first time script writer. Okay, here we go. So where do you start? Um, look, I think uh, you need to start thinking about where you're communicating to, where this video is going and what some of the key durations are for that content. So uh, I think we've talked about in the past that there is a bit of a magic number that some people feel is a magic number anyway, magic duration for some social media platforms at around 90 seconds. So let's use that as an example. Let's say that you are planning to do a communication that's around 90 seconds long, which might be targeted to Facebook. Uh, You need to just, you know, do the math, you know, think about how many words that actually translates into. Now, for most people, their regular speaking pace is about 100 to 130 words per minute. For a more of a professional voice actor, it's going to be up to 150 words per minute. So if you're going for a 90 second script, you really need to think about your word count. Um, And it's going to be quite limited when you start putting pen to paper or start typing it out. Because at 90 seconds, you're looking at a couple of hundred words. So think about that. How does word count relate to target duration? Uh, Often when people are starting out, they will write too much, too long. Uh, You don't have a lot of words to play with, so it's much better to know that going in right from the get-go. So use as a rule of thumb 130 words per minute, then target your duration and say, okay, whatever my target duration is, let's say it's a, you know, 10 minute uh, instructional video, then it's going to have to be about a 1300 word script. Yeah, that seems pretty overwhelming. And I'm thinking as you say this around that older adage, um, I'm sorry, I've written you such a long email, I didn't have time to write a short one. So I think that's the same thing we all face when we're writing something is you you massively overwrite and then got to edit it right back to get to your duration. But I think um, it's probably about hitting those beats within within the script. So I'm assuming you still have to go with the same beginning, middle, end. And 
I've also heard that the first few seconds is incredibly important on social media. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So of course we do need a beginning, middle and end, and we can break that down if you like, just looking at the actual structure of the video script. Um, and there are a few shortcuts too. So it is a limited amount of words. Going back to our 90 second example, you've only got a couple of hundred words to play with, but because video is a visual medium, it means you can show things as well as tell them. Showing is a much more efficient and effective way of communicating. When you show people, they get it quicker, uh, which gives you lots of opportunities to speed things up, to put more in. Uh, I know a lot of you who are watching this will know that a, a great 90 second video can pack a lot of information in. And a lot of that information often comes from visuals. Yeah. Okay, so if we're talking about the sort of overarching structure, beginning, middle and end, let's start with beginning. So as you say, the beginning is all important with video communications because we know from the data and analytics analytics that you get that big data that comes out of you know google and youtube in particular we know that there is going to be a decision made within that first five to 15 seconds uh, about whether your viewer is going to continue to watch your content so if that content is not resonating with them in the first five to 15 seconds they are likely to move on that means that your message, your topic, your hook, your angle all needs to be packed into that first five to 15 seconds. Not many words that you've got to play with there. So you're only talking about 20 or 30 words. So you need to make those words count, get to the point really quickly um, and underscore it with some visuals if you can. For example, a full screen title card really communicating clearly to your audience. What's this all about? How does it relate to them and their core concerns? So that beginning section is very short with a video script. Typically it's, you know, a handful of words. It's going to be five to 15 seconds of screen time. It's going to be very succinct and to the point. And it means that if you're using a messenger, um, someone delivering your message in a more, Authentic conversational way, that's fine. But the bit you need to have most scripted and you might consider for some messengers using a teleprompter for uh, is going to be that opening statement. That opening statement is going to be critical to the engagement of your audience for the rest of mm. the video. And I imagine that opening statement's not dissimilar to what you might be using as like a blog title or an um, a email headline or something that's really grabbing and you're not trying to create clickbait because you need it to be true to what the video is about, because of course, otherwise you might make this really sensational title, this sensational statement at the start, and then the video is not actually about that, so people are going to click away. So you're really trying to speak to the people you want to be speaking to, so when they hear that first line, they're going to stick around and watch the rest of the video. I think that headline, that blog title idea is really helpful. It probably is also going to become crucial metadata in terms of the description, the name of your video, and of course, with the name of a video, always goes an image. That important thumbnail should be a custom thumbnail. What's the visual that goes with this headline? Mm. In your video script, it needs to include that key visual information as well. So people aren't only hearing it. You're not only telling them, you're showing them as well. So get that key first imagery right up there near the front as well, which will probably inform what goes into your custom thumbnail and that'll become really useful. And this actually informs the format that you write your script in because when you're writing a video script, it's not 
all dialogue. It is a combination of what you see and what you hear. And we call this an AV script. And if you do a Google on AV script templates, you'll find lots of options. Uh, usually what an AV script looks like is you have two columns, one being your audio column, so what you're hearing, and often that's coming through dialogue or other audio sources, and the video column, the vision column, which is what you're seeing, so that you can have concurrent ideas going audio ideas, video ideas, be very helpful uh, to your production company, to your videographer, filmer, to your film crew, and also to your editor in terms of putting together the final video. Mm. No, that's a, that's a really good point. Think about how you want it to sound, but also what people are going to see on screen. So that's a really good tip there as well. And I think, um, you know, you, you your search terms. So this is anything anyone in marketing is going to understand search terms. So anywhere you can incorporate um, key lines that your audience will search for will be really beneficial to your script as well. Would you suggest ways people can work that into their copy without it sounding too strange and salesy? Uh, yeah. So for you marketers out there, you're going to know all about focus keywords, all about Google search terms, and yeah. Uh, this is a little known fact. I think that um, actually when you create a video, um, particularly when you create a video and create closed captions um, through a service like rev.com, you end up with a transcript of everything that's been said in the video. Um, that transcript, when it's uploaded to YouTube or, you know, in particular, uh, becomes metadata, searchable data. So, yeah, thinking about search terms and key phrases, incorporating them into your script in a natural way increases their visibility because they essentially become searchable elements on the web. Mm, so, all right, so we've got... Uh, let's just walk through these steps of how to create a script. First of all, you're um, got to pick your audience who you're trying to talk to. Then uh, we've got a whole podcast on how to break down on your audiences on one of our early podcasts. Uh, then we want to get into how to how, what duration. So probably thinking about what platform you're wanting to put it on. If it's YouTube, it can be longer, but Facebook, 90 seconds, kind of a sweet spot. True. And you're probably going to end up with versions, right? Because you might end up with a shorter version for a Facebook ad or some sort of advertising on Instagram, a Facebook version. You might have a longer version for YouTube. So often what we do, five to 10 minutes long. So you might end up with scripts of different durations based on that. So I, my, my process would be I'd just do a huge brain dump for my first pass on the script and it might end up being way too long and then carve out all the unnecessary bits and get to the beginning and trying to tell a story. That, know, that's, you know. that is one way of doing it. So start long and edit down. I'm, I'm less like that. I'm more of a structure-driven person, so I would probably start thinking about it in terms of hook, opening statement, what's that really key important information, thinking about my ending in terms of concluding the piece and a call to action that goes with that. Yeah, the call to action. And then structuring the middle section so that it has a cohesive flow of ideas through it and then starting to write within that framework. I, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to go about it. It's about your personal, you know, writing process and journey um you know i think it's really important that you keep an authentic voice no matter which way you do that so that if you use a structure approach that you're still remembering that the way we speak and the way we write is very different so it's absolutely critical 
no matter which way you go about it, that you are, and it's going to seem crazy when you're doing this at home in your home office, you are reading that script out loud because you cannot, you know, it's, it's a gift to write the way that you speak is a gift. I don't think many people have it. And the only way to, you know, to hack that and get around it is to speak it out loud and then start editing based on the way it is actually coming out. Yeah. And, and I think a real advantage to reading it out loud too, is you can time yourself so you can actually say the script at the speed you think or you imagine it would be read at and then you can get a really clear understanding of how long it would be and if um, you're planning to have a lot more visuals than you are dialogue you can start thinking about how much you know how everything's going to fit together how much gaps there are between the narration versus um, the the visual elements or if it's just all dialogue with visuals over the top or you know how you want it to look and feel and it's going to help you really kind of get into that next step so I like listening to music so when we're talking about the you know how much do you see as well you can just sort of jump right to the end of the processing jump straight into post-production in your mind and start listening to the types of music that you might run with this film and it's actually going to help you find the tempo and the tone of the writing so uh, let's say you're going to use stock music library as your source for the music either a free library like the one you can get out of youtube studio or a paid library that's pretty affordable you know like premium beat or stock music site you know why not go in there and start listening to the types of music that are going to eventually end up in this video because that's really going to give you a sense of, uh, you know, what type of tone is it going to be? What type of tempo is it going to be? And if you're writing with that in mind, it's going to work better in post-production than having a mismatch. Mm, That's true. Although music's very subjective and uh, we come across this all the time where what music one person likes, somebody else really doesn't like. So you've always got to kind of have that in your mind as well that who's who's ultimately signing off on this video so just be a little bit wary of that yeah you've got to be pretty flexible with music because it is highly subjective but i think the idea of still using it for those who like to have music in their workspaces the idea of having it in the process is probably still pretty helpful for getting an idea of tone and tempo even if that track's replaced for something else uh if it's a million miles apart okay Uh, that might cause a problem but I think if it's generally in the right ballpark it's going to help you along. And I think the key thing that we haven't really drawn on here but is so critical to any communication specifically video as well is the end call to action. What do you want people to do once they've seen your video because if you don't ask people to do something they'll just click away and they're gone. You've got it you've got to know what you want them to do and you've got to entice them to do it yeah quick summary of the insight they've just watched a video if it's short you don't need to go into an extensive you know summary of what's being said but a really quick uh succinct to the point summary and then the all-important call to action is it is it buy is it give is it share uh is it get in touch you know it could be anything but you need to know what it is and you need to make sure that you say it uh and when you say it you might also want to show it with an on-screen graphic as well which is also really helpful uh for your collaborators to have early because you might be sending this out to a graphic designer for example and they need to know if you're promoting certain social media platforms what you know icons they need to have they might need logo assets and other visual brand guidelines as well to make that a really effective end card uh, that helps you carry that call to action through to your audience
And um, I think I think what you can also do um, with the call to action is that I find really useful is have a look at how other people are doing it. So have a look at people whose videos you really respond to and just have a look and a listen to the way that they've ended their video and did it get you to do something and if it did what was the language was it you know visit the website or click this button or buy now or whatever that call to action was how effective was it on you so think about your own behaviors and that can really help you kind of craft what your call to action is going to be now a little research goes a really long way through all parts of the uh, production and post-production process. So given that we're talking about pre-production and how to write a script, actually looking for examples of videos that you love and identifying what you like about them is not only going to be helpful for your writing process, but it's actually going to be really helpful for your collaborators to make sure they're on the same page and giving you what you need. Hmm. So I think we've got some really good tips throughout all of this conversation but um, if you get into it and you're getting stuck please reach out and um, let us know and ask questions and um, we'll share um, some links in the show notes about um, places you can find like we mentioned a few sites like rev.com and um, stock library stock music library and a few things like that and we'll add them in the comments so they're easy for you to find yeah you also might find it useful to have a look at the five essential do's and don'ts white paper that we've created Mm. which is available from our website www.moonshine.agency you can download it there for free and it just might also give you some extra direction about things you need to think about Mm. in pre-production that's really going to help you avoid fall into any potential traps. Yeah, and you can go to episode eight of this series as well because we did a um, whole session on the five do's and don'ts in that as well. So that'll be really easy for you to follow along. All right, well, thanks a lot for tuning in today, everyone. Hope you're doing okay, making the most of this time. Um, staying safe, keeping well, and also getting moving on your pre-production so that you can, you know, launch on the other side of this thing with renewed energy um, and great success. Yeah, you can do a huge amount of pre-planning in this time, so it's a unique opportunity to get organised. So good luck with it, everybody. We'll see you next time. See you next time.